Well, another good morning po sa ating lahat. And it's uh, uh, exciting to be here. Hindi ko alam kung ano may <laughs> Pero the Lord is uh, faithful and we can always trust on Him. At sabi nga ni Barbong, batiin natin ang bawat isa ng Merry Christmas. And uh, December is a season of Christmas. Maraming bagay, you know, all the things going on around us. And I remember during childhood time, we are busy almost every night. We go to house to house to do a caroling using our DIY musical instruments and a loud singing voice. No, we will do caroling, and we are so happy kapag nabigyan kami ng ng coins or money. But of course, not so happy kapag sinabi ng may may-ari na patawad po. For in English, sorry. But Christmas holidays normally we celebrated with so much fun fairs, food, gift giving, uh, sales online and even shopping malls, and also a time for us to go back to our hometown to meet our family and even friends for family reunion. But what actually happened during the first Christmas day? So babalikan natin, and we will do that by looking on the story. In the account of Luke, it is the Christmas story and see how the Christmas was actually a glorious day to God. Kasi ngayon parang nakita natin more on commercialized Christmas, but we will go 2,000 plus years ago and see how the Jesus was born on that day. So our message today is entitled, In Excelsis Deo, yung ating kinanta, in the God, God in the Highest. Or glory in God the highest. And we will see the glorious birth of Jesus Christ in Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 20. So let us stand and read together the verses in the book of Luke. Okay. Okay, let me. Okay. Let us read. Luke 2, 1 to 3. Now in those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that a census to be taken all the inhabited earth. This was the first census taken while Quirinius was the governor of Syria, and everyone was on his way to register for the census, each to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house of family of David in order to register along with Mary, who was engaged to him and was with child. While they were there, the days were completed to her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them to in the inn. In the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the, uh, staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all people. For today in the city of David there had been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly 
There appeared with an angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. When the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, Let us go straight to Bethlehem then and see the things that had happened which the Lord has made known to us. So they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. When they had seen this, they made known the statements which had been told about this child. And all who heard it wondered all the things which were told by the shepherds. But Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. The shepherds went back, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard just and seen just as had been told them. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you, O God. We praise you with glory. We give you glory and honor, O God. For you are wonderful. For you are our God, the mighty God, the gods in the heaven. Lord, we pray, O God, as we listen to your word, as we share your word, help us, Lord. Guide us, Lord, with your Holy Spirit. May we open our hearts and, and minds and understanding, O God. Help us so that your word will be clear and understand your purpose, O God, in us. Thank you, O God, for your Holy Spirit, and may we celebrate this uh, message with joy, with gladness, because you are our God. Lord, also we live up to you, God, continually. See, Pastor Ruel, continuous healing po sa kanya, and even, Lord, protection, O God, for the family. All this, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so we can sit down. Well, as I said, this Christmas was, has so much fanfare because we can travel uh, na without restrictions, without social distance, even without testing. But the first day of Christmas when Jesus was born was not the same. Do not have the, so much fanfare, walang celebrations, just an ordinary child and a boy was given birth. And in fact, the baby Jesus was born in a manger, in a food, no, in a box of food. However, without the knowledge of Mary, this child was not an ordinary child. In fact, it says in Isaiah verse 9, 6, this child was actually someday the government, the whole government will rest upon his shoulder. And this child is actually Prince of Peace. Gaya ng sinir ni Teacher Salve last Sunday, that in Him we have gift of peace, in Him we got a guarantee of peace, and we have also the assurance in peace, and in Him we have peace with God. And in fact, this baby is a mighty God. He is eternal Father. In Luke 2 that we have bread. He has a title, and his title, that baby has a title of Christ, or Christos, or Christos sa Tagalog. And Lord, he is the Christ, the Lord. Lord meaning curious, and sometimes it is translated as Yahweh. That baby who was born on a manger is in fact Yahweh. That's why Christmas Day was in fact a glorious day, kahit na walang gaano nakakalam when Jesus was given birth, walang nakakalam. But that day is a glorious day for it displays 
God's providence. So yun ang una nating titignan. Why it is glorious day in Christmas day is because of God's providence. Ano ba itong providence nito? I think may company na ang pangalan is providence. But what we are talking about providence is yung providencia. Tama ba sa Tagalog providencia? What is providence? I look on Oxford Dictionary. Maganda yung dictionary, uh, I mean, definition ng Oxford. Providence is the protective care of God. Another is the timely preparation for future eventualities. Tingnan natin yung protective, um, uh, protective care of God. So the providence of God was actually happened because when in if you remember there was a magi actually there were group of um, king makers came to king herod at sabi ng magi where was he king of the jews who has to be born as king of the jews and then natakot si king herod because i thought i'm the only king but there was a king who was born and then quickly he gathered all the priests and the scribes to find out where is the person who will be a king of the Jews. And then the priests and the scribes, of course, they know their Old Testament and they show the scroll and this is the scroll they said in Bethlehem. Because in Micah 5 to it is prophesied that you, Bethlehem, the land of Judah, are by no means least among the leaders of Judah for out of you shall come out shall come forth a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. So the question is, how the baby to be born in Bethlehem if Mary and Joseph was living in the northern part of Israel, sa Nazarene, and the divine providence happened. The, no, the Lord has somehow no, uh, used the decree of Augustus that they have to travel from from the Nazareth into Bethlehem. So I say, we can say that God's providence, it is the unseen hand of God. They cannot see that the God issued a decree, but God's providence is the unseen hand of God who takes control of everything to accomplish His good purpose. And as the narrative goes, Si Octavius, or meaning Caesar Augustus, ang pangalan niya kasi is Gaius Octavius. Siya yung sumunod na emperor after na Julius Caesar. So Julius Caesar, ang ginawa niya, nakita niya yung potential ni Octavius at inadapt niya si, si, si Augustus. Kaya, I mean, si Gaius. And then, the people in Rome gave him a title, an elevated title, at ginawa siyang Augustus. Kaya napakaganda ng word na August, Augustus. It is highly exalted. So ang ginawa niya, nag-issue siya ng decree, and all, everybody in the Roman Empire has to go back into their own city, kung saan yung tribe nila. At of course, si Mary at si Joseph, both are from the line of David. Kaya, they has to travel. And then, the God's providence, it means the protective care of God happened. Because, Joseph and Mary has to travel from Nazareth to Bethlehem. And, naka, a pregnancy Mary for her last 
week ng kanyang pregnancy. And they have to travel around 90 miles or it's around 140 kilometers. So I checked the Google to, to walk around 140 kilometers. You need a 30 hours non-stop walking. If they walk maybe six hours a day, of course, they have to rest. It, they will, it will take them around five days to one week. Ganun katagal binahini ni Mary. Kaya most likely pagdating niya doon, konting araw lang, or maybe the next day, nanganak siguro siya agad. Dahil napakahirap ng kanilang dinanas. But God's providence, they prote- God protected the Mary and the baby Jesus during their uh, travel. He reached the city, and of course, pagdating doon sa city, ay walang room na available. Again, God's providence, timely preparation for future eventualities, nakita natin is uh, nag-provide si Lord. At napakahirap, it is really um, stressful when you go to your uh, place and you go for a vacation and you want to go for a tour and then you don't have any hotel na matutuloyan. Napaka uh, inconvenient actually. It happened to us, actually me and Sonia went to Dalat, Vietnam. It is the recommended place ni Sister Eva. So maganda yung place and I book a hotel using an apps, booking.com. But we, after we alight in taxi and then go to the hotel, napansin namin it's very quiet. Very quiet and seems no people. And then we look around the hotel, we cannot find someone. Then we saw the gate, it's locked. And then I immediately think, oh, something went wrong. And then when I saw the notice, they are under renovation. So at, at the end of the story, we don't have any hotel or any place to stay. And imagine we have a trolley, our luggage together with us. But I called the number posted on the hotel and they said, sorry, maybe I didn't receive the email, but they said, never mind. We have another hotel nearby, so we have to walk, I think, around less than one kilometer. But imagine crossing the street in Vietnam with a luggage with you. I think those who went to Vietnam, it's not easy to cross the street. I think for me, when I have the luggage and we have to cross the street, because the motorcycles and everything, they are not stopping along the way. For me, if I can describe it in one word, having a luggage and to cross the street in Vietnam, I think it's a suicide. So it's a suicide. Sabi nga ni Brother Danny nung namit namin, oh, it's a buwis buhay ang pagtawid sa Vietnam. So just close your eyes and then go by faith. <laughs> and then cross the streets. So makita natin back to Mary, God provided them a place to stay. And that place is a manger. A manger, alam naman natin, they, the place where they feed the animals, the cattle. And, and um, I believe si Joseph, when they found a manger, maybe he do everything he can to clean and maybe sanitize the manger for them. But you will ask, if Jesus is the Son of God, how come the Lord provided just a manger? Why not provide the hotel or maybe a palace or maybe a big house so they can stay? Why? 
Why a very dirty and smelly place for Jesus Christ? I think we can learn from here. I believe Jesus is teaching us something about this incident. What we can see in this image and in this teaching was Jesus actually is teaching us that he came to earth in a humble and lowly way. He humbled himself. I remember in Philippians 2, it says, Jesus came and veiled, covered his glory. He existed, sabi sa Philippians 2, existed in the form of God. But he set aside his glory. Jesus Christ didn't walk with a halo, didn't walk in shining garments. But Jesus Christ existed in the form of God. Sabi nga sa John 1.1, in the beginning, the word was with God. But he came to earth and he took upon himself the form of a bond slave. But why? But why in a manger? I believe the Lord is showing us that is willing to reach out. You and me, those who are lowly in communities, those who are lowly in themselves. So people can see the height and the depth of his love. No one is so lowly that Jesus Christ cannot reach out. No one is on unreachable condition. Kaya kapatid, kung ikaw, o sino man sa atin na nag na we do not have hope that we have so sinful that Jesus Christ will not reach us. Think twice. Do not doubt. Because Jesus himself came to earth so lowly that he was given birth in a manger. He went all the way in this condition so that he can say and he can show that he loves you so much. That all those who are in lowly condition, he came to save us, not the rich people only, not those political people, but those who are so lowly in the society. Another that we can say here is Jesus Christ identified himself with those workers who are lowly living condition. Especially some missionaries natin, our missionaries, sometimes they really depend on someone's house to feed them, to take care of them. They don't have much, especially those who are really outside the church working for Christ. Take heart. Jesus knows the feeling. For Jesus said in Matthew 8, for the Son of Man do not have his own permanent. Even they do not have, he do not have place to lay his head. When Jesus Christ in his public ministry, he just go from houses to houses. Remember Zacchaeus? Remember the Simon the leper? Remember uh, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus? He just don't have permanent place because he is willing to go down and lowly. He is our Savior and He knows our feeling. And God's providence, we can simply say in Romans 8, 28, 
And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, for those who are called according to His purpose. God's providence. Because sometimes we are praying for a miracle. Miracle. Actually, miracle is maybe is a bit easy for God, but providence orchestrating everything so that you will be saved. It may be not an accident. You, we are here. So church, it may be not an accident that someone shared to us the gospel. It may not be an accident that we have this sickness because all things will work together and God caused it. God orchestrated everything so that we will see Christ in our life, that we will see that we need someone, we need Christ to save us. Jesus Christ can save. And the only Savior of the world is actually Jesus Christ. He can save everything. So we can pray for a miracle, but all the more we pray for God's providence. Sabi ni Jerry Bridges, sabi niya, a miracle in God's working Miracle is God's working outside of His creation laws, but providence is God's working through His creation laws. So a miracle is just a cut of a dime and do, do in a miracle way, but providence is orchestrating every single thing to accomplish His purpose, especially the salvation of a person. So Christ... Christmas Day was a glorious, not only because it shows God's providence you know, from the life of Mary. They have traveled 140 kilometers. God took care of them, provided a place, a manger, a lowly place, because they want to show something. And another is, it is a glorious day because in Christmas Day, God shows salvation. If there's one most awaited revelation in the Bible, I believe it is the revealing of the Messiah, it's Christ. You know, the land, the, the nation Israel always looking for a Messiah. In fact, sadly today, they're still looking for a Messiah. But Messiah already came, but did not believe. Messiah is their Hebrew name, is the Hebrew word for Savior. Mashiach, the meaning the one, the anointed one, and the chosen one. And like what Brother Bong shared to us since the beginning of the fall in Genesis 3, when, when, when Adam and Eve disobeyed, a curse started. And he even cursed the serpent. It's not a snake, it's a serpent. So when he cursed the snake, God said, the seed of the woman will crush the head of Satan. Now the hope begins. There is a hope primarily because of there is a destruction of Satan. And he will use the seed of the woman to crush Satan. And also use that seed of the woman for the salvation. That's why in Isaiah 25 verse 9 it says, It will be said in that day, Behold our that is our God for whom we have waited that he might save us. This is the Lord for whom we have waited. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. He is a savior, the seed of the woman. And it came to reality in Christmas Day. And you might ask, saved from what? 
Are you, is this, Jesus Christ save me from my troubles in life? Or, or maybe my marital problems? Or maybe my family problems? Perhaps. But the, the saving that we are talking about, as what mentioned in Matthew 1, 21, that's why the, 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 he will be named, not the baby will be named Jesus. Sabi sa Matthew 1, 21. For he will save his people from sin. So this is what we are saving from what? We are saving from sin, the penalty of sin, and the power of sin. Napakahirap ng penalty of sin. Because in sin, if we, have, we are sinful and without Christ, we are exposed to the wrath of God. We are going to hell if we don't have Christ because sin will send us to hell. But Jesus will send us to heaven, to the heavenly Father. Jesus will save us. His blood covered us from the wrath of God. You know the curse, the sin, it is sending us to hell. We are exposed. We are naked because of sin. But Jesus' blood cleanses us, protects us, so that in the presence of God, we are righteous, not on our own righteousness, pero yung righteousness ni Christ. Sa mata ng Panginoon, ang nakikita sa bawat sa atin ay si Kristo. Yung kanyang kabutihan. Jesus Christ lived a perfect life in three years of His life in public ministry and even from boyhood to, to adulthood. And that righteousness was credited to us. And I hope that when we look at one another, we see also the eyes of God, that we are righteous in the eyes of God because of Jesus Christ. That's why the Bible says, always emphasize to love one another. And here in Luke account, reveal the salvation of the Lord by the angels. And what's so amazing, amazing and glorious was that God chose to reveal the salvation through the angels, not to the rich people, not to the noble people who are probably staying in a big house, not to the king and emperor probably staying in a palace, not to the religious leaders who probably inside the temple doing all the ceremonies. But God chose to reveal His salvation to who? To the shepherds, to those who are outside no, watching the flocks by night in the fields. Actually, sabi ng mga scholars, ang mga shepherds are, are uh, what they call this, are not trusted by the religious leaders. They hate the shepherds because they are maybe annoying and also untrust, not worthy people. And probably one of their conversations, no, when they are feeding the flocks or watching the flocks by night, they are maybe asking themselves, when will this, the Messiah will come? Because that's the only hope that we have in our lowly living, in this kind of living. We need a Savior. We need a Messiah. Like Simeon in verse 25 of Luke 2, is waiting for the consolation or salvation of Israel. But what happened was in verse 10, the angels suddenly appear. And said, do not be afraid. Of course. It's a, I think it's a logical way of saying, do not be afraid. Because 
Who, who will not be afraid when an angel show up here and with this Shekinah glory? Of course, we have every Sunday, we have angel. Silver angel. But if an angel appear, we will all be afraid. But he said, behold, do not be afraid. I bring you good news. Masarap tumanggap ng good news. How much more if the good news coming from a shining angel? And he said, good news means evangelizo. It means where we get the term evangelizing or evangelism. It means sharing the good news. And joy which will be for all people. This good news is for all people. And sabi nga sa verse 11, For today, the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior. Christ, Christos, and also Lord. No, the salvation of the Lord through this baby was given first to the shepherds. And what happened? The angel said, I will give you a sign. Yeah. Ano yung sign? You will find a baby wrapped in cloths. Meaning, lampin. Nakabalot ng lampin yung bata in a feeding box of an animal. And what happened? In verse 16, the shepherds hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. Wow. What can we learn? Christmas is not just for those rich people. Not only for powerful and even famous and so-called religious, but for anyone waiting for the Lord. Na kahit na anong status natin sa buhay, when we are really waiting for the Lord, the Lord will come. It will be your Christmas day na you receive a salvation. If you haven't received Christ, if you are contemplating, if you are asking, who will save me from this condition? Jesus Christ is here. Your Christmas day will be here. And you know what? See Jesus Christ, when you receive Him in your life, He will be your Savior and He will save you from sins, from the wrath of God, and at the same time, He will be your Lord. You will not live a life on your own condition, on your own will, but you will live your life according to His will. And the good thing is, if you receive Christ as your Lord, not only Savior, but as your Lord, as your Master, He said in Matthew eleven twenty-eight, Come to me, and I will give you rest. You will find rest for your soul. Because all of us are restless until we have Christ in our lives. And Jesus Christ said, For I am gentle and humble in heart. So is this your Christmas day? Receive Christ as your salvation. You know, in verse 16, uh, their reaction was hurry and found. And uh, look, run. Probably they ran and happily uh, finding and seeing Mary and Joseph and the baby in the manger. Actually, this incident reminds me of a one person and that is the Samaritan woman at the well. When the Samaritan woman at the well encountered Christ, and Christ uh, showed 
himself to him and, and tell him, I am the Messiah. He ran all the way sa kanyang uh, village and said, uh, I found the Messiah. I found the Messiah. In fact, shepherds were the first messenger who used by God to proclaim the good news. Sabi sa 17 ng Luke 2, after seeing him, baby Jesus, in the manger and shepherds, told everyone. The, imagine all the shepherds came to that place and there are so many places, uh, I mean people going around because of the decree, they had to register those city, maybe that city will be so busy, so many people. But when they see Christ, they told everyone what happened and the angels had said about this child. And all who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. It's the same as the Samaritan woman. That's the same as the Zacchaeus. That's the same with other people. When they encountered Jesus Christ, they told everyone, my friends, no matter who you are, when you genuinely encounter Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord, you will be full of excitement and you will do the same, that you will tell to someone or maybe even to anyone about Jesus Christ. I remember when I received Christ years ago in a Bible study. After Bible study that night, I came to my place where I stayed, and I was so excited, and I told to my roommate, hey, I received Jesus, I saw Jesus in the Bible, and lahat ng mga kasalanan ko, uh, really, I ask forgiveness, and I feel I'm forgiven. And then my roommate's so excited. Okay, okay, uh, please, I, will, I want to come also, sabi niya. And then the next uh, meeting ng aming Bible study, he came with me. So I believe, no matter who you are, if you receive Christ, if you really see Christ in your life, you will come with excitement and you will tell to anyone and even to everyone about your salvation. Christmas Day was a glorious day. First, because God showed His provision, His providence, and also God shows His salvation. And the last, thirdly, ang ating pupuntahan, because God's uh, show his exaltation, meaning to the praise of God's glory. All will end up, lahat ng nangyayari, even a Christmas day, will end up into exaltation, to the praise of his glory. Actually, the, the doctrine or the teaching of the glory of God is so rich in the Bible. In fact, it is central to the teaching of the Bible. The very reason why we exist the, the very reason why we are here is to praise God. The songs that we have sung actually is to praise Him, to glorify His name. Even our giving, just now um, Sister M's you know, exhort on giving, and even our Christ-like living, our community living here, is all for the glory of God. And to understand the glory of God, uh, Thomas Watson in his body, divin the body of divinity, 
said there's twofold glory of God. So dalawang klase ang glory of God. The first fold or the first phase of the glory of God is yung glory of God in His intrinsic meaning, the glory of God that has in Himself. It is the natural to the Godhead. The God cannot be God without it. So if there's no glory of in God, then that is not God. If you have something you think in your mind and you know that it's God and without the glory, it's not God. It's like a light, sabi nga ni Thomas. It's like a light from the sun. It is not sun if there is no light. It is not God if there is no glory. Yun yung built-in, yun yung natural glory ng Panginoon. Another is ascribed glory. Ito yung glory which us creatures labor to bring to Him. This is the glory that we give to Him, that we honor Him, the glory that we give to God, magnifying Him in the eyes of others. That's why we are here praising God, glorifying God, living a life that is Christ-like because all for the glory of God. And in this Christmas narrative, we see God's exaltation from the multitude of angels, even angels. Sabi doon sa Luke 2 verse 13, a multitude, an army of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among men with whom he is pleased. Imagine, you are one of the shepherds and suddenly an angel nga, eh, natatakot na tayo. How much more multitudes, it seems it is quite dark and suddenly it open heavens and all the angels, multitudes, maybe millions, because the Bible didn't use the numbering now, but myriads and myriads, meaning thousands of thousands, or maybe millions of millions of heavenly hosts, suddenly open and praising God, because Christ has come, the baby Jesus has given birth, and that is for God's exaltation, to give glory and honor and majesty. And not only the angels give glory to God, but also in this Christmas story we see in Luke 2 verse 20, the shepherds went back glorifying and praising God for all that he had heard and seen just as had been told them. The shepherd has seen their own eyes, the salvation, and they cannot help themselves but to give glory and praise. Diba ganun naman tayo minsan? When we encountered God in, in, in a very relational and very uh, personal way, we cannot help ourselves but to thank God. Lord, thank you. Thank you for your salvation. Thank you for helping me. I like what Christoph Morgan of TGC, Together for the Gospel Coalition, said, The glory of God is the magnificence, the worth. It is actually doxa in Greek. It is, uh, it is meaning the weight. When the glory of God appears, we will feel the weight. We will feel the holiness of God. Kaya nga ang ganda ng ating room na ito, tawag Shekinah. It is the glory of God, the Shekinah glory of God. It is worth, it is loveliness and grandeur of His many perfections. When, when God displayed His attributes, His love, His peace, His joy, 
His holiness, His salvation, God is glorified. That's why we appreciate all the attributes and perfections of God, which He displays in His creative and redemptive acts in order to make His glory known to those in His presence. I think the most glorified act of God is when He gave Jesus Christ so lowly, given birth in a manger, and then one day He will come again in His full glory, riding on a horse to save His people. And you know, one of the best things that we can do is actually is to give glory to God. We need not to do extra uh, things, extra super uh, ordinary, or super extraordinary things to impress God. By faith, we can give our best and aim best for God. But even little things, actually, we can give glory to God. Even a simple thank you, Lord, appreciating His blessings day by day, is actually glorifying God. Sabing as a First Corinthians ten thirty one, so whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. So we see, as we celebrate this Christmas, may we remember the day that Jesus Christ was birth, given birth, was born. It is the glorious day because it's the glorious birth of Jesus Christ. And from this Christmas day, we saw God's providence, we saw God's salvation, and we saw God's exaltation. It's a day that God has given to us, His Son, Jesus Christ. And may this verse, last verse that I will show you, may bring us to us an encouragement as we close this message. And this verse, it says, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Brothers and sisters, Christmas Day, it's the glorious day for God, for it's the day that they presented Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, lowly and humble. He veiled His glory. He covered His glory so that He can set aside that glory for a while and took upon Him a bondservant image so that we can have a Savior that can reach out to all conditions in our lives. Brothers and sisters, Merry Christmas, Paul, and let us close in prayer. Father, Father God in heaven, we thank you, Lord, for this day, O God, that you have given us, Lord. Thank you, O God, for the message of Christmas. Thank you, O God, that we go back again in time and see how you unfold your holiness, your love, O God, towards us. That, Lord, that you have allowed Jesus Christ, your Son, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, O oh God, in a lowly place, in a very smelly place. And your, your goodness, O oh God, you revealed it not to, to, 
to the kings, to the Caesars, to the religious leaders, not to the noble and rich people first, but you revealed Jesus Christ to the shepherds, to those who were despised by the communities, by the religious leaders. Thank you, God, that in the story of this Christmas, Lord, we see how much you love us, that you did not spare your own son, Jesus Christ, but gave him up for us all. Now there's an assurance, Lord, that all things that we need, you will also give to us. Lord, thank you, God, reminding us that Christmas Day is a glorious day in your eyes. May we understand your sacrifice, your, you have, what you have done on that day. And may all of us, Lord, come and see the glory of Jesus Christ and receive him as our Lord and our Savior. Because in him, O oh God, there is salvation. In him, there is providence. In him, we can glorify you. Thank you, O oh God, and all this, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. So let us uh, stand up and receive the benediction. The word of God says in Ephesians 3, verse 17, May Christ dwell in your hearts through faith and that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints that is the breadth and the length and the height and the depth and to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. May God's glory shine upon you and do everything for God's glory. All this, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.